Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. Oh, and Brett. <laughs> Obviously, uh, thanks for joining us, guys. We're not out in the uh, Short Rod studio today. No, we finally uh, got the technology and the capability to get out on the ice. and We're actually out uh, trying to catch recording. some fish. And first one uh, hooked up here. Yeah, dang it. I've been here dinking around while Ben's been setting up all the camera stuff, and I haven't caught anything. I don't even know where my jig's Beast are. of a crappie. So, yeah, what, uh, what episode are we on, Brett? Episode 11, 11. Maybe? Yeah. Man, we are cranking them out. I know. I think, I think actually, I was thinking about it today. I think this is halfway. I think we're about halfway, halfway through, through the, the season. Through the season. Man, we're just, just feels like we're just getting started. So I think we came out with 22 last year. Yep. Yep. But yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. We're, uh, we're out on the little pond right now in, in, uh, the metro in Ankeny. Yep. And got the kids to bed. Yeah, that was the key. That's, really, this yep. week. Uh, I texted Ben and like, hey, when are we going to get out and record today or this week? And, you know, we got camera stuff, stuff set up. Uh, Ben's been busy on Amazon yep. getting the whole setup so we can record both the podcast and audio for YouTube or visual for YouTube. Yeah, so um, we're, we're still figuring that out. But yeah, I think it looks pretty good from what oh, I can gosh. tell. I'm freaking pumped. Better been, than uh, what we started with. I've been pumped to get out on the ice and do the recording the whole time. I was actually hoping we'd catch a few fish, but it doesn't look like I'm going to. Well, we we definitely have the panoptic screen just loaded up. It's yeah, I know. It's super cool seeing that. Yeah. Um, and what is it? 8 o'clock at night? A little after 8? Yep. So, yeah, for all you guys that, that have never experienced, you know, a night bite or getting out after dark, I mean, there's fish to be had, definitely. Yeah, and that's um, really what this episode's going to yeah, be Yeah, that's about. what we're going to chat about because we've gotten a lot of questions from you guys on on uh with some beginner fi ice fishermen wanting to know hey how do we how do we catch fish at night what about like glow jigs and yep does that e is that even a thing and uh some old timers telling uh, a couple of our viewers viewers oh, a couple uh a couple things that he wasn't sure if they were just pulling his leg or not so. yeah and i gotta say sorry to alex yeah uh, about the light the the underwater light oh yeah I have alex it. was was i really... meant to bring it yep. i uh, we took your uh, recommendation and, you know, trying out the lights, the yep. fish lights or whatever you call so, them. So, yeah, it's an underwater, what, a green light? Yeah. Frickin' forgot it. Dangle that <laughs> under your hole and see what happens. So, we'll do that another time. I yep. mean, geez, the, the season's still pretty young yet. We're, we're, we'll be out on ponds for a while. Oh, definitely. Oh, God, dang it. I got to pay attention. I got to figure something out. This is terrible. So, um, we should get a little shot of this. We'll get a shot of the panoptic screen here. Before we go, but oh, it yeah. is just loaded. I mean, there's schools of these crappies that. I mean, they're potato chips. I mean, yeah, we're they're not, not gonna real big. Pretend that we're we're, we're not trophy but... hunting tonight, but you never know. Yeah, getting out fishing. There we go. Put the kids to bed. Just having a good time. All right, Brett, two to one. Oh my gosh! And now on we're on screen. Whip. Before I would just crush you. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Before I would just absolutely crush you when we were just doing. On I know. The, you just had the, the talent for for talking and also fishing. Gosh, and I was it. just missing bites. So now the problem is I'm being recorded, so I'm looking. Yep. At the camera, and I'm not looking at my. Yep. Dang not paying rod. attention. That's how it happens. Yeah, I think. So I'm yeah, uh, if you guys can see this fish, tiny. They're, they're hogs. <laughs> oh, yep. That's that'll be a do. good bit. That'll be a good picture to. That's, I'm gonna save that off. That's gonna be not when a crappie nugget. When I go through this video. Uh, I'm gonna screenshot that fish flop. <laughs> that's gonna your be hand. that's that, gonna be the beast of the night. Who that's knows? gonna be the thumbnail for this. Video. We we don't really know, but we're <laughs> we're gonna sure try. So, yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about night bites, um, getting out on lakes at night, things to look for, tactics. Yep. Um, you know, if you've never done it before, there's definitely some things to look out for, and and that'll help make you successful. And then, 
you know, share our experiences about about night bites. Yeah. So, uh, that's kind of been our bread and butter lately since we're we're both dads. We have you know young kids at home that are going to bed, and after that is our adult time. We can go out and and catch some fish. We both so. got wives that feel like that we need to be home before. Yep. The kids go to bed. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so that'll be cool. And then yeah, we'll touch on our, our trip to. Uh, well, we were over on Brushy Creek last Sunday. Yep. We um, got back. out and did some fishing, which was pretty cool. Got a couple stories about that. Um, yeah. Cool. That'll be a good episode tonight. So that's all coming up next on the Short Rod Show. Finally. What do you got? What do you got, Brett? What do giant, you got? A giant. giant crappie. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Just a beast. He inhaled it before I got it even dropped down. That's legit. I better take my gloves off. They're going to be soaked. Very nice. Hey, Ben. So I've got this buddy that's trying to start a small business, but he's having a real tough time with his digital footprint and just trying to figure all that out. Do you know anybody that could help him out? Well, I think I do. I know uh, a couple cool guys at this company called Evergrow Marketing, and they really specialize in helping landscape and lawn care companies maximize their digital footprint and basically bring customers to them, help them get found on the internet. Really? I mean, they'll work with any business, um, they're really looking to expand, and if you tell them that Ben and Brett sent you from the, the Short Rod Show, you can get it 10% off your first order. Really cool. If you're interested in the Evergrow Marketing team and what they have to offer, check them out on evergrowmarketing.com and tell them Ben and Brett from the Short Rod Show sent you. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day, and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah, right. You just punch in Short Rod Show, and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that, posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah. Sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Hey, welcome back, everybody. You're here with the Short Rod Show again, and thanks for following us through the break. We're out on a pond. Oh, dang it. Catching fish ben, here. I'm starting to think you're just timing that. Oh, that's a little you no, know, smaller. Not really. It's about, <laughs> these are freaking cookie-cutter crappies. You yep. know, this is a lake you come when you just want some action. Yep. You know, we know it's got a night bite now. And, uh, yeah, having a good time just catching some fish after dark crappies here. Yep, but earlier this week we got out, tried to find some little bit bigger fish. Uh, yeah, we ran actually up the brushy. bigger water. Uh, when was that? Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. Sunday we ran up the brushy. That's right. Yep. And Brushy Creek, you know, we talked about a little bit on, on the podcast before, but uh, it's a flooded timber reservoir. Yep. Um, and right now the water level is very low. Way low. Um, so that makes it a little bit different kind of fishery than it was last year. I think we year. definitely found fish. that the fish are not where they normally are. Yep. Um, we've fished a lot of our similar spots where we've had a lot of luck in the past and even run around at the panoptics and fishing a few new spots. We just did not find the fish where we would normally find. Yep. In the normal, not exactly the normal spots, but the the, the the type of spots that I would normally try to target on brushy where I'm trying to target, Yep. I don't know, right around that 30 foot range. 30 foot in trees and trees yep. next to the channel scouting uh, scouting for active fish the we optics was good for that though we just weren't finding the fish in there and yep i mean we caught a few caught a few we each caught a pretty nice crappie and a uh, handful of perch lots of perch yeah yeah the bite the perch bite you know some sorting required but 
I mean, it's definitely, there. definitely there's, there's definitely perch to be caught yep. out there, but yep. Uh, yeah, it was more just kind of a telling story, kind of. Yeah, so crapping day out so there. So we were we were the first ones on the north ramp. I yeah, was, I was impressed. That's the first time I've ever. Done we that. rolled out of bed about what four? Yeah, and rolled up there, and we're hitting we're hitting the north ramp at like five thirty. We hit Duncombe Gas and Grocery while Mike still had sleep in his eyes. Yep, yep. Mike helped us out there. That was a real good experience. Yeah, Ben never been there. That's cool. So yeah, <laughs> you think of a typical bait shop. This is not a typical. No, bait this shop. is a this gas is a, station with a minnow bucket. G- in with it. a kitchen. In a kitchen. And yep, got a kitchen in there. Some old timers drinking coffee. Yep. You know, swapping stories about Duncombe life. Who knows? Got the old coffee pot in there yep. still. And... So yeah, picked up some minnows there and ran up to Brushy. Hit the north ramp. Unloaded the quad. Got her fired up. Yep. And it did uh, not like that. No. It was cold that morning. It was about zero degrees. Yeah, the quad was a little sassy. Yep, yep. But we got her fired up and got her going. Got out on the on the ice. There's, I don't know, seven, eight inches of ice on the north ramp. Yeah, right off the ramp. Yep. Uh, and then, when we traveled a little further south, we lost a little bit of ice. Yep, got got a little bit thinner as you went south. Yeah. Um, what was interesting was, uh, you know, the, being the first quad out there, that's usually what I look for. I'll say, okay, are there quads out there? If there are, generally... You're going to be okay taking your quad out, especially our quad, because it's tiny, yep. you know. But there was a guy that bombed past us on a Ranger, or Polaris. Yeah, Polaris, I'd say probably pretty heavy one. Six-something or seven. There was or not, something. There's not a lot of ice through that. Well, summer, he was so. driving, as he was driving by, he was like, how thick's the ice? Like, Jesus, <laughs> not, not. Maybe you should check that before you that pulled much. your 800-pound machine out there. Oh, he was just all about it. Jeez. But, you know, he got set up. Uh, he didn't set up actually too far away from us. It was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, and he, he was not having much luck. No, he Poor didn't the hand auger. But then he showed big, up. Big quad set up and the hand auger. That guy that came walking nowhere, out of nowhere on the ice, he's like, yeah. you catching anything? And I don't think he even knew that guy. No, I'm pretty sure they other strangers hopped on. He's like, hey, give me a ride. I'll show you all perch. We're catching perch. Perch capital down here. So he continued on south where, I don't know. Water I down. think the ice probably got better. To a point, I, I but it was not. That. We weren't going any further. No. So, oh man. So, yeah, these bites are pretty darn particular tonight. Yeah, some well, of them, some of them slam it, but not not, not hard. So, yeah, and then uh, the, so the north ramp, pretty steep, and of course, covered in snow and yeah. you know hard packed snow, icy snow. On the quad, I was sliding down it with you on the oh, back yeah. of the. So that's 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 a good pro tip there. If you if you're on a real heavy, you know, incline of a ramp, probably best not to Watch back it. down it. Yeah, don't Especially, back it. I mean, you're not saving yourself that much. No. Um, trying to get your your um, stuff loaded up down there, just drag it up the ice. Especially, don't back your damn trailer down. It. So yeah, guy in a poor enclosed trailer, just Jesus. spinning all the hell trying to get out. Couldn't. Backed all the way down that sucker, couldn't get back out. So. Yep, we uh we just watched. We were we would help them if we were over there, but we were not. We were ways away. We weren't gonna make a special trip. Yeah. We weren't gonna add to the no. chaos by exactly. Anything. There were a handful of other guys already. Exactly. Helping. So yeah, we ended up uh, watching that debacle, hooking two trucks together to pull out one. Yeah, that works. You know, get a little extra traction. Hog daddy. And then uh, on the way back, we saw an interesting character. Oh yeah, the guy at the fishing pole. <laughs> So he had a full-size rod out there. I mean, it, it was probably, what, five, five foot six or... Yeah, it was an ultralight, something or other. Yep. Which, yeah, you know, you got what you got if you don't ice it very much. But he also had a frog on the end of it. And I was like, 
dang it. I wonder if that guy knows something so, I don't. Yeah, if, if you're the guy that we're talking about, we want to hear from you. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you're a you're a pocket genius. If you're running a slop frog on the ice <laughs> while you're ice fishing, I want to see what's going on. With that. So yeah, I mean, he might he might have been maybe loaded up with lead, yep. and that's the musky the musky juice through the ice. Keying on for hibernating frogs. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I have heard him. Where was I? What was I listening to? They were talking about frogs uh, using frogs on uh, Winnipeg for big green bass. Oh yep yep that's on uh, I've. Was that the hard water fishing show? I don't know show? where I was listening to that. No, that was uh, that. Shack Talk. The guy that was, it, he said just throw whatever is totally different. And that's what, that's Official what you key get the big on ones on. It's yeah. like a 31 or 32 inch. Hog Daddy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Walleye. Huh. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, maybe that guy knows something we don't know. We want to hear from you if you're out there catching. If you're out there catching fish on slop frogs, I don't yep. know. In, through the ice with a with a long rod. Yeah, oh, yeah it doesn't even have to be the long rod part, but the, the slop yeah, frog well. really interested me. Man, that's an interesting bite. A little light. Sometimes they just it's come up. up. And, Everything's yep. an up bite. Uh, actually, last night when I was out on a little pond, I caught, the for the first time in, I can remember, a crappie right through the bottom lip. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... On the Cadis? Nope. Oh. Nope, it was on a, on a uh, Widowmaker jig. Huh. Widow bread. How about that? So, yeah. Normally, yeah, crappies are doing an up bite. But yeah, speaking of that, let's talk a little uh, night fishing here, night biting. Yeah, a little on the night bite. Well, it's yeah. been, you know, not too bad of fishing here, but we're also not real big. But uh, well, this is a kind of a proof of concept, is what what I'm thinking. Yeah, we, we want to get some action for you guys on the on the ice, but yeah, um, definitely. Like, w- so when we think when we say night bite, what are we what are we talking about? We're fishing at night, just at night. You're such a simple way with words, <laughs> Brett. So, so I uh, shout out to Luke, um, buddy that went fishing with last night. I mean, he was totally in the dark huh, about night bites. He had no idea. He's he like, no idea. You go there's no way. For fish. There's no way we're catching anything over there. Yeah. And I was like, oh damn, they, you know, some lakes they fire up. And it's definitely interesting in. On these Ankeny ponds, they're even from pond to pond. It's different. Oh yeah, 100%. like that that pond you're fishing last night. We would have been there filming today, but it's right at the corner of a busy intersection, and the yep uh, road noise is unbearable. Yep. But then, so I I pre-fished a little bit uh, about an hour before this, and that pond we thought had a night bite. Nothing. I didn't see a thing. Yep. And so uh, it, I think it's kind of trial and error. There might be some relationship to to how a pond has a night bite or doesn't. I mean, I've always had the inkling that it's water clarity. If you have a fairly clear body of water, you might have uh, more opportunity for a night bite. But okay, yeah. Uh, obviously, I mean that's that's kind of a general rule of thumb. That's definitely not a yep. hard and fast rule. I mean, because yep. water clarity in Iowa is like, if you compare that to water clarity in Minnesota, every body of water here is stained terrible. Oh, absolutely. Um, we're not even close. Yep. Uh, there's definitely differences, but. But uh, like this, this pond, for instance, has a night bite. It's water's, fair, water's it's, pretty clear. Pretty clear compared yeah. to a lot of lakes that yep. we fish. Yeah, definitely. we had that green light to see all the way. To the bottom. Yeah, gosh dang it. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely uh, some lakes are better for it than others. Um, you know, if you see other people out there fishing at night, you know that's usually a good sign. Um, we won't hang around ponds that don't have a night bite at night. We'll check them out, just see if they have it. Yeah. If they don't, we're out of there, and then we don't come back. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. then you then you're looking for more of a midday sort of deal, which there's a lot of them. Like uh, 
the one you checked. Well, yeah. not the one you checked, but a neighboring pond yeah. to the one you checked. It's definitely a midday, uh, evening, Ooh. towards evening type of yep. A, yep. type of a bite out there. And and so there's different species too that'll that'll bite at different times of night. So yep. I mean, walleyes. Everyone knows walleyes are biting at night. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely species that people target more at night. Uh, crappies, walleyes, uh, I think catfish are definitely obtainable at night. Yeah, and I mean crappies can really see pretty well. Well, they're very, they're definitely a visual yep. feeder versus like a catfish or something that's more of a yep. for feel. And I mean, even like last night out fishing at night, we were catching some bluegills too. So kind yep. of a mixed bag, which is cool. Um, but yeah, really, we're using some of the same tactics we use during the day. Uh, the yep. Where we're fishing at right here, this exact spot is the same spot where we'd fish during the day. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, and then, I mean, in this particular pond, I don't think that would matter. I mean, no. you're gonna catch these potato chips all day long. Yep. But potato um, chips. One thing <laughs> that you would change your uh, presentation is to lean towards glow jigs. Yes. There's definitely value in glow jigs. Yeah, and there's no that's the thing. You know, we had a question from a listener, you know, hey, are glow jigs, are they worth the extra money? Are they are they even a thing? Is it just, you know, jig marketing, whatever, marketing genius? Yep. They're actually, it, that's the thing. If I you mean, have any interest in fishing at night, you should at least have a handful of glow jigs. Yep. I mean, I, I'll even fish with them during the day, but. Yeah, and anymore, I feel like there's not, a, it's not as big of a deal as it was five, ten years ago, where. I mean, that was a big yeah. selling point where it's like, oh, this is a glow jig. You know, yeah. that's worth an extra dollar or whatever with glow paint. Yeah. Nowadays, I mean, you can They're get, about the same. Yeah, you can get yeah. jigs about the same wherever you go. So. Yep, yep. And we're both, uh, I think this one's still a glow cadis, I think. Now, what are your thoughts on charging jigs up? Oh, I mean, there's definitely value there. I don't have anything No, to but I mean, with. yeah. So, like, like UV light. I know there's UV lights, like those glow cups. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never had one of those. But you, what, what's that flashlight or that camera looking? The thing uh, lightning box. Lightning box. That I, thing's kind of slick. That works pretty good. Yeah. There, and what is just a flash charge? Just like a camera flash within a reflective box. Yep. Oh, I wasn't getting down deep enough. Oh yeah, I can get all the way down. I try to see if I can't pick well, something actually, up off the bottom. Because I know there are better fish in here. I've caught. Yep. Some oh yeah. I've caught perch out here before. I mean, I know there's perch in here. Yep. Tyler, if you're listening, there are perch in here. Yep. We'll let you know if we catch a tagged one. Yep. That'd be cool. I don't think we're in the tagged area. I think he said there's no tagged ones in this pond. Yep. So, uh, yeah, glow jigs, definitely keep them charged. I mean, you'd be surprised. It's good to kind of test them. If you're in a dark shelter, you can definitely tell when your glow kind of runs out. Yep. But, like, for instance, I didn't catch very much for the last couple minutes. I pulled my jig out, start glowing her up, charge it up. But at the same time, I wouldn't use that as a barrier to not go ice night fishing i you could still certainly catch fish oh, yeah, with yeah. regular jigs yep. at night it's just you might get a few more bites with a glow jig so but sometimes that's or glow plastics i've seen the glow plastics i don't know if i own oh, yeah. any but yeah i don't think we have any of those uh, yeah that's pretty cool the glow oh, the glow jigs the yeah that's, that's the thing um otherwise i try and i try and work on something that's got some decent movement to it too because i feel like fish are going to come in and feel a bait moving yep. in the water and that's what they're gonna help you know with their with get a visual on it help them pinpoint it yeah to actually water. bite so yep. um you know something that's gonna move a little bit of water around you know had good luck with the uh oh, firing up at me the rattling flyer of course oh you know yeah. having the erratic kind of flutter action um it's got the red eye you charge yeah, that it's red got eye the glow up eye. On, a, on a rattling flyer works pretty man well. it was like a freaking 
epiphany when I saw that that was that they had a glow eye on. Them. I was like, what the heck? I don't think they even advertise it on their package. Makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Why? That's it's just a killer. It's bait. got literally everything. It's got the side swoop. It's got the glow eye. It's got the rattle. It's just, got a treble hook. See, and, and you turned me on to the to the flyer because I I wouldn't have given it a second They're thought. Money. Like this looks ridiculous. Yeah. That's not going to catch a thing. And sure enough, it's a it produces so especially at night. Gosh dang it, there's a pile of fish down. There. Um, if you are out night night fishing, you you want to talk a little bit safety wise too. Yeah. Things to look for because it it does change things when you're fishing at night versus when you got full view during the yep. day. I mean, light is definitely key. Um, I really don't feel comfortable going out up on lakes at night if I haven't been out there during the day. Yeah. Um, recently during yep. the day. Correct. Um. That's a big deal. It's kind of knowing where you're going, what you're looking for. Nighttime is not, at least for me, in my comfort level, nighttime is not the time to be doing some ex- a yeah, bunch of Yeah, and especially even having a buddy out with you. Yeah, have a buddy. I mean, if you're out here in the pitch black by yourself, yeah. uh, that's when bad stuff happens. Yep, yep. So and reflective. I mean, not necessarily on this, on this, these little ponds, but if you're on anything bigger, have some reflective tape, reflective. Uh, a lot of your bibs and stuff will be reflective. Yep. Uh, headlamps are invaluable. Can't be a good headlamp. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go out without a headlamp. I mean, you can't pull your shelter, get see, have all your gear, and not have, you know, a hand. You'd have to have a hand free to do that yep, yep. without a headlamp. So, yeah, get yourself a good headlamp. Pack some extra batteries. Yep. You know, I've gotten places where you get out on the lake and your freaking headlamp's dead. Or your, you know, other lights are dead if you're using portable lights within your shelter or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, and especially let people know where you're at, too. That's the number one, too. Yep. Especially if you're going out at night because. Yeah, odds are you can't see people. Other people around you are probably sleeping or not out there, and you're up there by yeah, yourself. Yeah, they're not. They're not. You know, especially another little tick, huh? Especially within the uh, urban areas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there there's probably not a ton of people out on these ponds at night. No, and people around you are going to sleep, so they're not yep. really mess, paying attention. Yep, exactly. So that's good. But there's there's something cool about night fishing that I've always enjoyed, where it's just really peaceful. It's yeah. a good way to unwind at the end of the day. Yep. You know, you're on a lake catching some fish. Have a few uh, beers. Shoot pretty quiet. Oh, Dang that it. Was light. Man, you're slaughtering. Man, that's cool. I think I'm up to what, three? I don't know. Yeah, five or six? Oh, oh. He's off. don't count. Didn't touch Haven't him. switched bait at all. Same bait. Yeah, those waxworms are rigid, man. Charge that baby up. Those waxworms have been living on my, uh, or waxworms have been living on my, uh, uh, basement window show for the last two weeks. Yeah, we need to I need to restock a little bit here for our next outing. But yeah, it's not too bad. Not too bad a, of a deal getting out on a pond and, and night fishing, so um what about what's what's what are some other things to look for night fishing? When did you when did you start night fishing? Do you remember the first time you went out? Uh Has that always been a thing or no, I mean, I don't really target a lot of nighttime fishing. I'll t- target evening to dark, but, like, I didn't really start specifically going out, you know, looking for a nighttime bite until I had a reason why I wouldn't necessarily be able to go out during the day when I wanted to. When you got a real job? Yeah, real job. <laughs> real job, real kids, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and that's what it is. I mean, mostly is it just drives me to find points in time where I have time to get out and go do these things. Yep. And then yeah. not restrict or damper on family time. I think for me, too, um, you know, I started sh- shortly after college. But, you know, I'd go out 
I mean, what else? What else do you normally? I mean, are you? You're are there times that you're specifically wanting to go night fishing? Where you mean you had the opportunity to go during the day, but you you were like, no, I want to wait and sleep up, go no, do an all nighter no. sort of thing. No, but uh, I've done that before. We've done that on some trips up in Minnesota. Yeah, you know, and kind of made sure we got the twilight zone bite. You know, the five six o'clock at night bite. Yep, and all the way through. Um, and man, we just you just get conked out. There comes a time where there's definitely a period where I feel like, I don't know what time it might be, 10 o'clock at night, say, it starts slowing down a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, where, there's definitely going to be bite windows. I mean, yeah, that's, that's just like yep. anything else. Yep. So then that gives you a chance to get some sleep or whatever. But It might pick back up at 2.30 in the morning. I don't think I've ever foregone day fishing to, to come out here and, and yeah, go night fishing. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Well, when, what about night camp? What about like camping? You've done the sleeping on the ice sort of yep. thing before. I've never done that. Yeah. Yep. And it's it's not great. Like, it's I, not great. <laughs> I, I don't think I've done it successfully where I've it, been like, yes, let's go do this. I want to go do it's this gonna again. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, more it's of like a necessity. Now, sort of I kind of like my bed and it's not that big a deal to pack my stuff yep. up and go. Yeah. No doubt. You know? Um, but I mean, guys do it all the time and, and that's something that's, I think is pretty cool. You know, yep. if you had a cot. And you pop the seat out, and you ran a cot this way. Yep. One guy in here, for sure. You could do it easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, we've spent some short periods of time with uh, three guys in here. Yeah. So how that catching go? a couple hours of sleep? Not good. Not what? Not not ideal. Not good. Not the four seasons. Basically laying up here in the seats, you know, taking a nap. So not your normal four seasons. Yep. Expedition. Yep. Or at the. The Owl Motel. What is that place called? Yeah, the Owl's Nest. The Owl's Nest. Yeah, yep, not owl's not nest. not quite the Owl's Nest. But you know, I'd stay there just because it's got a nice mattress. You know, that's better than the Otters. Does it really? No, they're horrible. <laughs> I was say, I was like, what? <laughs> it's horrible. That place but reminds me of like the at least it's a little bit warmer. Venus flytrap or something. The like other that. thing to watch for too. I mean, if you if you're out on the ice, run your heater all night. That you're on borrowed time. I think that's not. I don't know. That's not safe. You mean I don't or like I don't you're think not gonna stay safe. warm. No, you'll stay warm. Yeah, I mean, but I'd, I'd rather the... do a cot in a sleeping bag. Yeah, you know, let her. It can get a little chilly. That's fine. Yep. But get a good sleeping bag. Yeah. I would yeah, and guys that. are like, well, we'll run a carbon monoxide detector. Yada and all yada this. yada. And... It's there's too many factors to it. Like you could have not enough oxygen in there. Well, and then your buddy. Yeah, there's supposed, O2, supposed to be O2 supposed to be. But yeah, are you gonna yeah. are you gonna trust your life to that? Yeah. Yep. In the middle of the night, just saying. just for that. Nah. Yeah. Not the best. Because, yeah, that's, that'd be the way you go. You just fall asleep and you never wake yeah, up. Yeah, you never come back <laughs> up and you're just out. No, thanks. Um, what I do want to explore sometime would be doing electric heat. Run our yeah, predator out got... here. Oh, yeah. Shit. You know, like. That predator would run the, great. Yeah, and the hum of that, well, it's not a big deal. It just sits there and No, around. that wouldn't be super quiet. So, yeah, inverter generator on the ice, charging all our stuff, run a 1,500-watt heater. Then. Well, we got two of them now. You and I both have the predators. So <laughs> Run them really, together. Really get going. We could freaking have a crock pot going with some chili, and uh, we should. Yes, that'd be legit. We should. Actually, we should do that this weekend. You think it'll fit? Crock pot. Uh, I'm afraid we're gonna be moving around a lot yeah, this weekend. But if we're if we're setting up in one spot, yeah, yeah. if we're camping up, and I kind of have an idea where I want to be and what we want to do, definitely. Um, if you guys have have like lithium batteries, you know, things for if you're staying overnight, that's definitely good to have. Flew right up there good to have some extra power to keep stuff charged up like like you're paying optics right if you're gonna yeah. run that all day and all night 
Yep. Yeah, be yeah I mean, you don't I, want to recharge it. I purposely, for the Panoptics thing, wanted to run it straight out of the box for a little bit just to get an idea of, you know, what really needs to be changed and done. Yeah, with. and I've been pretty impressed with it. The battery will last. I mean, we ran it all day in Minnesota, no problem. Yep. But it was brand new. Yeah, and it still doesn't mean, I still haven't noticed any battery problems. And yeah, the battery's still brand new. We also but did, it's freaking heavy. We also didn't know how to change the brightness. Yeah, still had the brightness <laughs> at 100%. So, I mean, it's not like, yep. you know, I was doing things to save battery by any means. But a lithium battery will be the next thing. Oh, it's on. coming up. It's just so much lighter. It's oh, my God. Yeah. Man, that Panoptics is cool to see. That. Yeah. This is the way to do it now. Uh, now that I've got it, is to set up Panoptics in the middle. And then you can watch both our jigs. You, know, you can see all the fish coming in. Really makes it. a nice, yeah, it's a nice setup. I mean, we're in 15 feet of water, and I can see 10 feet on either side of us. Uh, I mean, that's and pretty sweet. And if you had to, you could fish a guy in the middle here again. Oh yeah, you know, through the panoptics hole. Well, I wouldn't do that. I'd just drill four holes and then put another oh, person yeah. put one right over here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pretty slick setup. I definitely recommend having a shelter if you're out at night. It gets it, a little it gets, chilly. It gets pretty chilly. Yeah. And, I don't and, know. I've seen James Holzer in the, 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 the lantern. The lantern light. The lantern keeps we you warm on it. Too. Yep. Yeah, people got away from that once lithium came out. But, man, those suckers put off some heat and a lot of light, too. Yeah, if you can get to the point where your lithium's also providing the heat, there's no reason <laughs> to do anything after that. How would you do that? What, run like some little heater coming off of it? I don't know. What, what about... Uh, I don't know. I'm just dreaming. Well, so, like, Dakota Lithium makes those, like, 36-volt... Battery setup for yep. trolling motors. That would run a heater. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wouldn't run forever, but... But that's really inefficient to do. Yep. Um, on a side note, if anybody is running a diesel heater in their shelter, I'd be interested to see what that looks diesel like. Diesel heater, huh? Yeah. So, what, from what I've heard, um, propane, you know, when you're burning propane, you get a lot of moisture in the air. Sure. Um, your win windows fog up. Diesel you know, a lot hotter, so don't. Well, no. Moisture. So diesel, the diesel heater that I've seen, they vent to the outside, so they're oh. pulling in air from the outside and they're burning that, you know, mixing that air with fuel and burning that air, and then pushing that in. So it's more like a, a forced air furnace, huh? Where you're not getting any kind of moisture in it. You know, I saw a deal. Actually, speaking of different types of fuel, I saw a deal on Facebook that a guy was asking about burning coal in your wood furnace, wood heaters, wood stove heaters on the ice and stuff, and what? Oh my god! Well, because it'd just be so much less yeah. material. Oh, that sure. You just take a couple lumps of coal. But again, if coal burns so freaking hot, oh my gosh, yeah. you would you just roast everything. This is a this is like looks like a it could be a bluegill if you weren't well versed. I'm gonna try and lift. What do you mean here. could be a bluegill? Look at how tiny that's. Yeah, he's a dinker. If I hold it, way you know up, what would be cool? Way up to the camera does come look out here and uh, <laughs> those would make some really. We're going to do another cooking episode. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Are those... These would be... We could whole cook, whole fry these things, and they'd be like little potato chips. Because <laughs> I bet chips. their bones are small enough that they'd fry out. Oh, yeah. That you could just eat it. So you're talking just dip it in some batter, throw it in the pan. Well, deep fry. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I bet we could do that with these little guys. Because you damn near see through them. I bet their bones would cook out. So I'm, I was thinking musky bait. Or musky bait. But they're not very big for musky bait. No, they're kind either. of too small for musky bait. We need them a little bit bigger. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. We're just catching just hogs. But, hey, it's cool. Yep. Night there, I know there's bigger fish in here. It's like, yep. It gets annoying. It's just wading through the turds. Yep. Yep, playing keep away. 
But, I mean, the, the screen. My goodness. It's not possible to play keyboard. There's too many of every of them. I can, and they're not that freaking I'm having trouble anyways. finding where my jig is on the screen because yeah. there's so many blobs of... of this reminds me of a lot of when we first got it out in Minnesota on those first that first lake we got on. But those crappie were twice as big as Oh, these. yeah. Yep. Yep, pretty cool. Awesome. But I keep trying to fish the bottom, but... And there's fish that's slinking along the bottom, but they don't seem to come up off of it too too willingly. Yeah. How many minutes are we into here, Ben? Oh, we got about oh, half we got an hour time. in. Yeah, yeah we, we got some more time. time we can run. Hopefully get on some hogs, but I'm not holding out a lot of hope. No, I don't think we'll get on hogs. Maybe we'll catch one bigger one, though. Yep. Maybe somebody will get one. Um, had a question today. Ooh. That one a little better? I don't know. That fluttered a lot. Um, He's definitely dogging nope. you a little nope. bit. Uh, had a question today on rod storage. Oh, yeah. We talked about that a little bit last year, but it's it's probably good to do a little refresher on it. Yep. Um, Bill, well, I can go Bill first with my rod storage if yeah. you'd like. Well, I, it's very high-tech, and I want to see how you actually thought of it. Mine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here. I'll show it to the <laughs> camera. Rod storage is all the schoolies in this bucket plus everything else. Yep. That's rod storage for me. But I'm also only running. This, this, the price tag is still on this one, and it was eleven ninety nine. And just, I've literally just glued schoolies back together so i glued don't them together and you got some scotch that bullwhip is worth more than all the rods that i have in that bucket so, so i mean i don't really have any need to no 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 spend no, a no. bunch on rods not at all. but there's still value in it yep. for sure um you know if you're getting any kind of decent rods or just multiple multiple rods mm -hmm. it gets a tangled mess trying to do something like that oh definitely um and that's where and you'll break them um you'll get them caught on stuff i looked for a while on different rods rod lockers storage yeah um I was, I was down to that striker transporter like the backpack oh yeah um push your rods in it's got you know tackle storage all that and i don't know i, I think the price kind of just scared me away it's like 130 bucks or 150 Yeet. bucks or something yeah um so i ended up going with uh, shields case so it's a hard rod rod case i don't have it with me tonight because i literally just brought two rods um, but this hard rod case has a foam, you know, like eggshell kind of material inside. Yep. Um, and I just pack that thing full of rods. Oh like, yeah. You do have quite a pile yeah, of rods. Like it says it holds like six rods or something. I have probably 10 in there. Well, what's nice is there's enough foam in there that it securely holds those rods. I mean, yeah, you're not, not moving around and moving around all over. Absolutely. But you're not strapping anything down either. Yep. Which is, yeah, which and I, I think is nice. That's a big deal to have. Um, so that you just keep your rods nice. You know, these, these rods... You know, if you yeah, if you break you a tip off on it because you slam it in a car door or something, that's that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. so. um, some other cases I've seen are like the the soft cases. I had a I had a semi soft case before. Yeah, I got it. Oh, you, you gave it? that the to me. Saint Croix one. I think you gave that to me. It's got like one? a yeah, it's got a hard bottom, but yeah, it zips up. Yeah, you gave yeah. that to me when you gave me a couple of schoolies. Well, that that was good, but it doesn't fit very much. No, no. And it's only got one strap, so it's like, yep. you know, to carry it with you somewhere. Eh. I just keep extra rods Not as much. stuff that I don't use. Yep. Um, oh, another question we had. Tungsten versus lead. Yep. And we kind of touched on it a little bit. Is it worth getting tungsten? Go to the go listen to the Just Jigging episode. That's, yep. where, that's where we break it down. Yep. Right? Really more in depth. Because, yeah, there's a lot to it. I wouldn't, and, and we use both. Just like anything it in depends. life, don't go full on one way or the other. Just kind of have a nice, happy medium mix of lead and tungsten. Boy, people told us we were wrong on that, on and live be, bait versus plastics. You'll be good to go. 
Oh yeah, there's so many people <laughs> that just run all live all plastics. I haven't run a live bait. They said. Or there's other people. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't mess with that junk. Those plastics are junk. Yeah, never catch anything on. So <laughs> yeah, there there is a happy medium there, yeah, which yeah, is good. You know, it's, it goes, it's good to have options of both. Yep. Like right now, we're both running lead, right? Your tongue, your case it's is lead, lead yep. right? Yep. Yeah. But previous to this, when I was trying, I had tungsten on, and they didn't want to buy it. Yep. Now, what's interesting to me on this bite here is we have a ton of light up here, mm-hmm. and we seem to be doing pretty good. They're stacking up fish down yep. there, but it's not like an easy drop and they come chase it, though, which is interesting. No. With, for the amount of fish down there, I, I would have thought that that would be the case. I don't know if they're seeing them. Well, we haven't even doubled well, up yet. Not. And usually that's a pretty Ooh. regular occurrence. They are lively. I think they're really hungry. No, I'm Judging sure. Judging by how thin they are. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> So that was it. that was one interesting thing that Tyler mentioned during our uh, when we had him on for the podcast was mm-hmm. so these lakes will get overrun with these little dinker pert or crappies and yep. that's what's happening with this pond right now. But what'll happen is eventually they'll either starve each other out or there's a disease or something that comes yep. through. And since they're all the same size, one year they'll just after an ice out they'll just be all dead. Yeah, and they'll just restart. So yeah, that's kind of kind of nature re- hitting the reset button on, yep. on its yep. own pond. So it's and, not that you yep. know it's just going to be junk from now until forever. It there it'll hit reset here eventually. Man, that fires them up though. After after that you first, catch one, well that first drop and the cage it's running down. Man, they like it going. Yeah, down. you just you just see two fish come in. Yep, and then yep. of course they don't bite it, but yep. they just <laughs> drop off. They're running. So. I've been trying to get on the bottom here. I just feel like there should be bigger ones down there. That's but good. It hasn't worked yep. out yet. Well, yeah, so hopefully our uh, camera setup does pretty well this season. Yeah, hopefully we can, you guys can see us. Yeah, we can come out, <laughs> you know, running YouTube videos and, and doing some of that because, um, yeah, lots of people like to watch us. Never would have thought. Yeah, I know. It's been kind of crazy. Yep. A little overwhelming. Yep. It's pretty cool. So, I mean, yeah. after a couple days, even after an episode drops, it's like spending 45 minutes to an hour every night. Yeah. Either replying back to messages <laughs> or, you know, Editing something or doing something for the short rod, which is awesome. Yep, yep, that's pretty cool. And see all the interaction on Facebook and and every, all the fans talking with each other. That's that's the part I like. Yeah, it is. You a lot know, of fun. getting some interaction with everybody. You get the comments. Yep, yep, that's pretty cool. But yeah, keep the comments coming. Keep the messages coming. Um, you know, let us know what you want to see, what you want to hear about. Um, you know, I really like listening or hearing from. You know, new ice fishermen, especially, yep. you know, that aren't really sure or getting in the sport this year. And there's a pile of it's people been that are doing that this year. Insane how many new people are. Yep. On if the it's just uh, due to Which is everything awesome. in the world right now, people yep. are getting out and ice fishing more. Um, it's it's awesome. It's great for our sport. Yep. Um, you know, we're we're those kind of guys that we just want to have people go out and catch fish. And it's really cool to to hear people that we've showed different ideas to. Yep. Implement those ideas and and have them take off and be be successful. Have have fun out. Yeah, there. Alex's video that you posted up because he's kind of a newer ice fisherman yeah. too. Uh, yeah, that was pretty sweet um, with his uh, Milwaukee packout system that he runs in his sled. Yep, yep. And I mean, he took a lot of different ideas and made it his own. And yep, you know, he he saw some of this setup here. Yep. And and took elements of that and also just tweaked it to make it how he wants to fish. Yeah, everybody's situation and everyone's preference. Your setup works difference. great for you. Yep. And it's totally different from mine. Yep. You know, but at the end of the day, mine's a little more chaos. We could both fish out of it no problem. Oh, yeah, catch yeah, the same yeah. amount of fish <laughs> and have the same amount of fun. We're both very efficient on packing in, packing out. 
getting set up where we need to go, that sort of deal. But, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, speaking of new guys, too, uh, as newer folks are listening, don't ever be afraid to go ask someone while you're on the ice. Like, if you see somebody, maybe not if someone's, like, catching a bunch of fish and, like, trying to be secretive. Maybe You can tell when, they're, when they want to be left yeah. alone and when they're just but open for business. If you I, have questions or you're just going out there and you're not really sure where to go or what you're, what you're doing or anything, don't be afraid to stop by and ask somebody. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean... I'd damn near give the guy uh, the rod, I'm, a rod and the jig that I'm fishing oh, yeah. with if somebody yeah, came up sure. and asked me and yep. they were having trouble. But You just look for a blue otter out on the ice, a short rod show on the side, and you come up any time. Yep. Maybe we'll <laughs> even have a pot of chili for you one of these days. There you go. <laughs> you see the generators running. <laughs> we got the freaking satellite connection got up top. Got the light on. <laughs> yep, yep. You never know. But, yeah, guys, keep the comments coming and, and uh, keep listening this season. We got plenty more to go. I, mean, Ooh, I feel like we're just getting revved up here. I know. Hitting, hitting our stride here this season. Well, what's really nice this year versus last year is last year we got a little bit of ice in December, and then it all opened back up again, if you remember, early yep. January. Yeah. It didn't really close back up again until the end of January. That was a little rough. And at that point, we only had about February to fish yep. on not great ice. Yep. So yeah, this and year then it was over by March. Yeah. Not even March, right? We were already packing. Yeah, we were packing her in there towards the end of February, yep. I think. Yeah, so hopefully this season keeps going as it is here. Oh, good nice. gracious. Awesome. I think that's about it, Brett. Yeah, I know. I'd like to catch another fish on film, but I don't that's going <laughs> to be the one. The one <laughs> fish. I was hoping to get a big one on here just for the heck of it. My goodness. So I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, well, out of how, I don't know how many fish we caught, but. There's no, no marks on there that are standing out. Cookie cutters. Yeah. That's pretty impressive that literally they could be all the same fish. I don't know. Uh, I mean, they're definitely not all the same one. Maybe the same one biting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's just really hungry. Cool. All right. Well, you guys, you can catch us next time on the Short Rod Show. Oh, God. <laughs> you did get him. The hug. hook set to the ceiling. <laughs> no, I think, I think I lost him. Oh, my. You lost him? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Cut that out. Thank you.